It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. It is Priority Talk. Welcome back in for another hour. And uh, we've got plenty of them at our podcast. Plenty of hours, plenty of interviews, plenty of segments. Great content. PriorityTalkRadio.com. We're glad you're with us here uh, airing uh, Monday through Friday between 5 and 7 p.m. live on 101.1 WXJC. Some of you hear this at different times, and that's fine as well. And some of you listen to it on the uh, podcast, That's Wonderful, as well. But catch the live show 5 until 7, Monday through Friday on 101.1 WXJC. Greg Davis here with you, and we are uh, we do it every, every week. Cleet Huck's here in studio with us pretty much every week. Mm-hmm. We, we miss one every now and then. Yeah. Cleet Huck's here in studio with us with the Apologetics Resource Center, arcapologetics.org. And uh, we've uh, been doing lots of interesting uh, conversations with him the last couple of months, and we're going to do it again today. Now, Cleet was back with us last week after a little bit of a holiday break, Thanksgiving break, uh, got back with us, and we talked about worldviews and religions, and we got into cults just a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a lot more of that today. Right. But let's just sort of back up a minute and uh, tell folks what they might have missed last week, which helps set up what we're talking about mm-hmm. this week. Because right. you can't talk about cults without understanding worldviews right. and religions. Exactly. So exactly. Uh, mate, let's give a little short synopsis. We talked about mm-hmm. uh, worldviews being the way that someone views the world. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. <laughs> the lens through which they yeah. see the world. Trying to answer those questions. Answering those basic questions. Things like, uh, I'll give my version of them. Okay. Where did I come from? Why am I here? Who am I? Who am I? Yeah. What's wrong? I always put that one in there. <laughs> what's wrong? That's sin. You know what I mean? Yeah. You look around and go, what's wrong right, right. with this world? What's yeah. wrong with me? Everybody mm-hmm. knows something's not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going to happen to me after I die, mm-hmm. basically? Mm-hmm. Those kind of questions? Mm-hmm. Right. Is that okay? Those are ultimate questions. So yeah. everybody has a worldview, whether you realize it or not, mm-hmm. whether you think about it or not. You've got a worldview. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Cleach, you define three basic worldviews that people carry. Tell tell everybody what they are. Well, you've got the basic theism or theistic worldview, which simply is the belief in God, or it could be gods. <laughs> An interesting uh, woman asked me one night after I'd been teaching theology, and she stood up and said, why do we have to talk about theology all the time? Can't we just talk about God? <laughs> That's good. I, I said, well, you know, ma'am, ology means the study of God, yeah. <laughs> the theology. So she just wanted yeah. <laughs> That's so, funny. But it's a basic the, theistic world view, life view, and, and then the uh, pantheistic world life view, all is God, God is all. There's no distinction between God and his creation. And then then you have naturalism, uh, basically making uh, naturalism God. So, Okay, very interesting. So theistic, and under that, there's different versions of that, mm-hmm. obviously, and different religions that right, fall under right. theism. Yeah. Like you said, uh, polytheism, Polytheism, monotheism, um, the belief in one God, the belief in many gods. Um, So uh, there's different thoughts under that. And pantheism, God is impersonal and uh, identical to the whole world of reality, very spiritual, Mm -hmm. um, Hinduism, New Age, Mm -hmm. which we talked about a lot for weeks and weeks. It's at our podcast. And then the other, the third is naturalism, Mm -hmm. uh, which... uh, Basically, uh, is uh, you know the world is uh, eternal, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, it it it's what we worship. Yeah, and God yeah. is in every. You the know. world is ma- all that exists is material. Yeah, materialism, Marxism, Marxism, basically. social Marxism. That's where Marxism comes out that's of. That's what it is. Is yeah. a naturalistic world um, and life view. Yeah, people say there's not a God in um, in Marxism, or we'll even take it a step further and say in socialism or communism mm-hmm. right but there is yeah. a god yeah uh, 
government <laughs> becomes government. God. Government. Yeah, if you yeah, want government exactly. to be your God, then uh, just step right on over into socialism and communism. You'll have a God. For someone to uh, say that there is no God, they better be ready to answer why is yeah. there not a God. That's right. Because they're putting themselves in into a position of being the answer to the ultimate question. You sure are. <laughs> you know. Well, and if you're going to say there's not a God, you better be right. You better be right. How, my, my question, follow-up question, how do you know? Yeah. <laughs> how do you know that there is no God? Yeah. You'd have to be everywhere present at the same time. You'd omnipresent. Yeah. You'd have to know all things. Yeah. Well, you've made yourself God. <laughs> you've made yourself God. That's exactly right. So we went over the worldviews yeah. and talked about uh, the various religions that manifest out of those worldviews. Mm-hmm. And basically any, any religion that has been or is mm-hmm. or will be comes yeah. out of these three yeah. worldviews. Basically. And yes. then we, uh, we talked about how to evaluate a worldview. Uh, what are the questions you ask to make mm-hmm. sure your worldview is uh, is the right one, basically? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so all of that is at the podcast from last week. Right. So just go find that. Uh, you'll see it labeled there uh, as we visit with Cleet Hux about uh, worldview, religions, and cults. And so, you know, we ask things like, is this worldview, is it logically consistent? Is there empirical evidence mm-hmm. for it more so than the others? Is it comprehensive? In other words, does it answer all the right questions? Right. Um, is, it, is it simple enough to where we can understand it, first mm-hmm. of all? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and can you live it? Right. Is, is it something that can actually be, be carried out? Exactly. And so those are the kind of questions that you need to ask. And then that brings us to really today's topic with, with that broad understanding and, and quick overview. We could have spent a whole semester mm-hmm. right there, right. Uh, yeah. but we spent five minutes. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about cults. Okay. Now, we got into this a little bit last week, um, so let's let's just kind of start over with it. Um, you asked me last week, I remember, you know, what do I think of when I think of, of cult? Mm-hmm. And I said I think of, uh, you know, sort of people all dressed alike or with mm-hmm. the same haircut, uh, all in a fenced-in mm-hmm. compound or something like that, yeah. you know, all yeah. drinking the same juice yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah. And then... You brought out and said, you know, we thought of people like the Kresh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, the Branch Davidians. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other? Uh, Marshall Applewhite, uh, Heaven's, Heaven's Gate, yeah. um, uh, Jim Jones, Jonestown, Guyana. Of course, those would be uh, examples that would claim some type of relationship with Christianity. Yes. You know, and when we talk about those those basic three worldviews, all all world religions can be put under uh, one of those. And there's a number of different world religions that have their own offshoots or branches or even counterfeits of the legitimate worldview. And Christianity is no uh, exception. There, uh, there is Orthodox Biblical Christianity, what it believes and teaches, its correct history, its beliefs and practices. Right. But then there are offshoots, I say offshoots, uh, the better word is uh, new, wor- new religious movement. Uh, sometimes people recoil at the word cult, but it is a it is a bona fide word that uh, describes, um, you know, a a form of Christianity, but really denying the basic uh, beliefs and practices of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And when they hear the word cult, all kinds of flags can go up. Of course, today in our today's culture, someone might be thinking of a multi-level marketing scheme, yeah. you know, <laughs> a Ponzi scheme. Or personality cult. Yeah. You know, you got all there are psychotherapeutic cults. There's all kinds of cults. So would you say that yeah. most of the cults that we're probably exposed to in America mm-hmm. um, are theistic cults? Yes. They fall under well, theism. Yeah. 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 There, there there are other cults, for instance, um, uh, I, I mentioned business cults or multi-level marketing. Years ago, a lot of people my age would uh, be familiar with EST, Warner Earhart Seminars Training. Mm. Warner Earhart was a former Scientologist. And when we talk about Scientologists to some degree, they claim to be Christian, uh, 
mm-hmm. but they depart from the basic understanding and beliefs and practices of Orthodox Christianity. And we can talk about that in another segment as far as Scientology is concerned. But uh, when most people think of the word cult, they think, think they're really thinking of the occult. And there's a difference between cult and occult. Cult comes from a, a Latin word, cultus, which if you apply it to a, as a Christian counterfeit, it means a gathering of people centered around someone's particular interpretation of the Bible, Christ, and the gospel. Okay, uh, But the word occult is more of a sinister thing uh, it's, it means hidden, secretive, concealed, mm-hmm. that type of thing. And so when you mention the word cult, what a lot of people think of, they think of witchcraft or Satanism, mm-hmm. okay? And, of course, witchcraft is not Satanism. Satanism is not witchcraft. They're both in the occultic worldview, mm-hmm. but witchcraft is a nature worship, Satan, of course, is the worship of a being named Satan. But, and then other people, when they think of the word cult, uh, people my age and my generation, we go back to uh, Jim Jones, Jonestown, Guyana, where 900 people drank his Kool-Aid laced with cyanide, committing suicide because they, they believe Jim Jones uh, was true when he says, the evil one, the devil is coming, and it was basically the United States government trying trying to come and rescue the people there. Mm. So he had identified anything and everything outside of his own group as of the evil one. Mm. Are so, some of these, uh, and we'll have to go to break here in just a minute, but sure. uh, secret societies and things like that, do those fall under cultish? Uh, it really, uh, you could apply that, but it's... Uh, Secretism yeah. uh, smacks occultism. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Mysticism and that type of thing. So it's, there are certain groups like that that have yeah. been really popular here in the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, people that go to church every Sunday morning, mm. <laughs> but they yeah. go to a different meeting on Thursday night. Yes, they do. Where you got to know the secret handshake yeah. to get in or the password, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I have a secret handshake, but it's not that. It's, it's called the tendonitis shake. Oh, I got you. I'm going to say you hadn't shared it with me. No. Uh, Cleet Hux is with us as we talk uh, uh, worldview, religions, and more specifically today, cults. Of course, it all ties in together. Um, he is uh, at arcapologetics.org, and he's got welts of information on his website about all of these topics. So if something interests you, go in and read what he has written over the years about these. Um I do. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about, you know, why there are so many. Is this why there are so many different religions and mm-hmm. and and cults and um, and then I think we need to distinguish between a uh, especially for our audience maybe here where mm-hmm. we're at uh, the difference between a cult and a denomination. Okay. Can, can we do that? Sure. sure. I, I think sure. that's probably something people wonder. Right. I want to hear right. how you answer that. Sure. All right. So let's take a break. We'll come back. Cleet Hux is with us from the Apologetic Resource Center. We'll be right back. Priority Talk. Hey, this is Greg. And ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. This is Glenn Coffey, former running back of the Alabama Crimson Tide, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk.
And we return, and Cleet Hux continues to be with us as we talk about cults, worldviews, and religions. But uh, we're into this topic now of cults, and uh, we've we've done a pretty good job of it. But let's just more specifically define a cult and how you know if something is a cult. Right, right. Now, we're basically talking about uh, Christian cults. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, there's various definitions on how uh, people define cults. For instance, uh, if you went to a, a Webster Dictionary definition of a cult, it basically says that a cult is a group of people that has a particular form of worship. Well, what about the Baptist Church? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about the Methodist? What about the Presbyterian? Mm-hmm. By that simplistic definition, I saw uh, everybody's a cult. Yeah, I saw a little uh, uh, emoji or something about Wiley's dictionary definition of a cult. It says the church down the street from yours. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, so by that simplistic definition, you know, everybody would be a cult. Every Christian. Cult. And talking about what a cult, what comes to mind? I think the other thing that comes mm-hmm. to mind, and we said it, but really is part of that, especially when you get into Christian, mm-hmm. is. A group of people that are just following this one person blindly. Right. You know right. what I mean? And right. you mentioned the names mm-hmm. from a Jim Jones Ford. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, and you see that. You know, mm-hmm. if a church uh, or, or a denomination or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. they got this one leader and everybody mm-hmm. just like they got their arms out, mm-hmm. you know, following them around like mm-hmm. zombies doing exactly mm-hmm. what they say, mm-hmm. believing yeah, everything they right. tell them. You can't question them. Control. That, that I think, is another image yeah. or thought yeah, process right, people right. have of a cult. Yeah. Well, that gets into uh, a number of other definitions that people have given over the years as far as the cult is concerned. The sociolo- sociologist would define a cult. Uh, more Well, a psychologist would define a cult more in line what, what you were talking about as far as control, control over, over a person. But let's talk about sociology, for, for instance. And and this, this is where I think the church has failed in many areas, in many ways, especially the psychological definition of a cult, but the sociological definition of a cult. Sociologists, for instance, years ago when Reverend Sun Yun Moon's mm-hmm. Unification Church, uh, when he first came on the scene, uh, uh, the, the, the um, uh, sociologists came out and said, it's a cult. Because they typically defined a cult as a, a group of people that were relatively new on the scene and small in numbers. Well, over the years, he outgrew that small number status, mm-hmm. and he mass married thousands of people at the same time into the perfect family. That was his term for his group. And so you had less, as time went on, you had less sociologists saying that they were a cult. I mean, we So something almost it. starts as a cult and becomes mm-hmm. a religion. Yeah. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, That's exactly. the way sociology well, would yeah, define it. Yeah, that's the way sociology would define it. Mm. But when you come to a, a psychologist's definition of a cult, then you get into that control issue that we were that you mentioned. Mm. Uh, there's something known as destructive mind control. Uh, for instance, I have a former uh, friend who's gone to be with the Lord now, uh, Paul Martin, Dr. Paul Martin, who was a uh, psychologist. And he had a halfway house, a Christian Christian counseling center up in Ohio in Columbus, out of, right out of Columbus, where people could come who were coming out of cults and transition themselves back into the church. Mm-hmm. And because this is one area that the the church, by and large, has failed to uh, understand. I don't know how many people that I've talked to who have come out of cults and try to get back into the church and are shunned because people don't know how to respond right. to them. Right. And then they hear terms, same terms in the church, in the sermons, for instance, in the teachings that they heard in their cult group. And all of a sudden it triggers all this trauma, Mm -hmm. you know, and memory. And so uh, that's, that's, the church is still learning about that. But there, when you talk about uh, 
psychology, defining a cult from a psychological standpoint, it has to do with controlling aspects or every aspect of a person's life. There's a guy named uh, Lipton, Bob Lipton, years ago uh, put together uh, eight points of mind control in various cult groups. And what he did, he studied the techniques that North uh, Korea used on um, American POWs back then, prisoners of war, and compared them to the techniques that are used in, in cult groups. Mm. And there was literally no difference at wow. all. And so, uh, well, it's, that does fall into what I was saying. Even you know, sometimes certain, I'll I'll say with air quotes, churches get mm -hmm. accused of being yeah. cultish because they have a leader or a dogma yeah. that controls mm -hmm. members' lives, yeah. and yeah. they have to live that way or do what they're told, or mm -hmm. you know, uh, and it can get pretty controlling. Yeah, that, yeah. Down, it can really get very controlling. Or you see mm -hmm. people almost willingly mm -hmm. uh, fall into line mm -hmm. into what they're being told is mm -hmm. the norm mm -hmm. uh, by the way you dress or you know you'll see people the in all their hair according to yes this guy. yeah i mean <laughs> they basically all look alike dress alike right, talk right. alike uh live well, alike what did what did the new testament say i am of of um uh, well all of a sudden had a senior moment but people building uh, a following around themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, basically. And people think of that as being yeah, at least cultish. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I guess, like you're saying, from a uh, psychological definition, yeah. it really. Very, I guess, very, I guess they're they're correct. Very, well, what about biblically speaking? That, that's really what matters. Right, what? what right. How, how does that tie into understanding well, a cult? The, when you, God's got a dictionary. <laughs> you know, it's the Bible. Yeah. And basically, what the cults do is that they claim to be Christian in both belief and practice. However, they depart from the essentials of the Christian faith. Now, and you, there's a lot of essentials, but you can boil them all down to two different things as far as cults are concerned. You have to have the right Jesus, which means you've got the right God, mm -hmm. and your understanding of the Trinity, one mm -hmm. God by nature, that one nature is shared by three different persons. One God by nature, and one, the right Jesus, and the right gospel. And that's what the cults deny. They take a different Jesus. It's a different gospel altogether. So, so some cults would say what, what Christians would consider cults, okay? Because mm -hmm. uh, it all comes from your worldview, but we're coming from our worldview, a theistic mm -hmm. Christian biblical worldview yeah. uh, other cults would say you know that's part of their allure I guess to people mm -hmm. is well well, they believe in Jesus too right Right. <laughs> but, well that's what they say but how are you defining Jesus what Jesus are you talking about yeah. because the scripture these people came by the house and they were really nice and oh, all, yeah. they talked all right. about Jesus yeah okay but did they have the same Jesus that you have how are they defining Jesus? Mm -hmm. So, and that gets us. How much more time do we have? I've got a few more minutes. So, so when you say, so, yeah, because we'll get to the bottom of the hour here in a minute. Yeah. But when you say the same Jesus, yeah. uh, flesh that out just a little bit for folks. I, I, I know well, what you mean, but flesh it out yeah, just a little bit. Right. Well, uh, there are baseball players named Jesus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what Jesus are you talking about? Right. <laughs> because the, the Jesus of of the cults, the Jesus of Mormonism, the Jesus of, uh, of the Watchtower, are two totally different Jesuses in yeah. and of themselves. And Same historical of, person, well, maybe. Well, who is that person? Yeah, though? yeah. How do you define that person? If, if Jesus, and we're getting into the patterns of the cults, yeah. which we'll get in probably the next section. But um, for instance, uh, when we were at Watchmen, we had this mathematical um, mathematical formula that we typically used uh, in in defining a cult or the patterns or characteristics of a cult. We had, used to pass out these pamphlets that said the patterns of the cult. There's mm -hmm. a mathematical formula, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division, and yeah. we can get into that. Okay. But, and, and let's be careful. I, I, I don't want us to be, uh, while we will 
you know, speak truth. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not trying to be ugly to anybody no, or no. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not even judgmental mm-hmm. of anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe may belief systems, yes. Mm-hmm. And 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 to try Except to point for the out the grace of God would be there. absolutely. Yeah. So uh, so if we name something that's uh, near and dear to you or or someone you mm-hmm. really like or respect, yeah. we're, we're not we're not uh, mad at we're not mad or upset right. or uh, mm-hmm. at any person or mm-hmm. you know. It's just simply a different worldview, yeah, and, world a, view. and a different way of, of yeah. living it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want everyone to know the truth right. and, and to live the truth, mm-hmm. to, to follow the, the Jesus and the same gospel that mm-hmm. that we speak of, mm-hmm. uh, because we believe that uh, we've investigated this mm-hmm. worldview and this mm-hmm. this uh, manifestation of it mm-hmm. called biblical Christianity, and we believe it to be. Um, we believe it to be the truth, mm-hmm. and uh, we believe that if anyone would truly investigate it and and be open to uh, to to the empirical evidence mm-hmm. and the logical thought of it, mm-hmm. and uh, and the way it plays out, that they would come to the same conclusion. If, if people would do that, mm-hmm. not everyone's willing to go there. I get that. Okay, but so we're not um, trying or purposefully trying to be critical or ugly or mean spirited to anybody or any group of people. But you need to understand that just because people talk about Jesus doesn't mean they're talking about the same Jesus and the same gospel that you might've heard about in your evangelical or even, uh, I'll stop there church on a Sunday morning. Okay. Growing up. So, all right, bottom of the hour, let's take a break and we'll come back. We've got a half hour left with Cleet Hux, ARCapologetics.org. Scale your business with a dedicated team of experts. A marketing vendor focuses on profit. A marketing partner focuses on your business. With Dot Edison, there is no more taking, only serving. Feel great about your marketing with Dot Edison. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like, ooh, ah, yeah, ooh, my life be yeah, like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, yeah, ooh. We're into our final half hour of today's uh, program. We're glad you're with us. Cleet Hux sits with me, and we're talking about uh, worldviews, religions, and cults, and we've really sort of gotten down to the cult part of this. We started this discussion last week and that full hour uh, where we really broke down more uh, information about uh, the three major worldviews and uh, what they believe and how they answer the uh, significant uh, eternal questions. We broke all that down uh, talking about religions and uh, defining religions and uh, now we're into cults and uh, and defining what a cult is. and let me get back to that question I brought up, though, because people probably got mad at me because I posed it and then I didn't go back to it right <laughs> away. Um, now, I think we're far enough into this now to address, uh, you know, why are there so many different religions? Yeah. And, yeah, and we well, said it's because they're different. Right. Yes. They're different on how religion. But why are... is there so many differences? How's that? Because truth didn't see that one coming, did you? (laughs) Truth, truth can be sliced a number of different ways, but a lie can be sliced even more so. And then how? And then and then, why so many denominations within Christianity, so to speak? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for instance, I get that a lot of times from Mormon missionaries. Let's say, say, well. We're, Joseph Smith was the only guy that could hold a religion mm-hmm. together. I said, well, you, do you really know the history of your of your religion? Because there's a lot of different offshoots of Mormonism today, you know. And they will they will look at the denominations within Christendom yeah. and say that we're all disagreeing. No, we, uh, we are different as far as gifts are concerned different strengths, different uh, talents, but we all agree on the basics or essentials of Christian orthodoxy. Mm -hmm. What is true? We all believe the Bible is the inspired word of God. We believe that that the gospel is by grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone. We're all in 
agreement on those things, but there are some differences, but not any disagreements on those. And that's what sets the, the cults apart yeah. from Orthodox Christianity. Well, and I can say that as well. You know, having just got back from Salt Lake City, and mm-hmm. I was there in the hub of Mormonism, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we were, I mean, I, I saw all the sites and went to all the locations. Saw and the went Angel through, Moroni went through the, the temple. Went through the yeah. museum, uh, went to the sites where, yeah, I mean, and I can tell you, because I've, I've, I know and have interacted with uh, some of my Latter-day Saints, friends here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really I don't think they really line up on everything well that's that's there's differences there, there too differences. in other words that's what yeah. I'm getting at yeah differences. okay yeah. I just know that's a question a lot sure. of people have yeah. and we, we sort of hit around it and answered it but mm-hmm. you know sometimes when you do try to talk to people about their faith they'll say we know you guys can't even agree y'all got all these different <laughs> denominations y'all don't even agree on what the truth yeah, is yeah. and well we do a, a, a we do agree on the essential essentials mm-hmm. of truth. Yeah, it's not as far as having so many different denominations. It's not so much. It's not about adversity versus diversity. Mm-hmm. It's about diversity. Yeah, but there are some. I would say what most people call denominations. <laughs> who other people will say that's a cult. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and sometimes they define that as in if you think. You're the only denomination that's mm. really going to heaven, mm-hmm. so to speak. Right. Sort right. of makes you a cult. Well, here's the, here it does, because um, one tenet or characteristic of Bible-based cults, those that would claim to be Christian yeah. but are not, one tenet of it is elitism. Yes, that's what I'm getting and at. one true church mentality. Mm-hmm. We are the one true church. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times those... Um, uh, particular um, uh, groups that claim that exclu- exclusivity would basically say that that uh, when Jesus and his disciples were around, after he died and they died, the truth of Christianity was lost, and it was somehow rediscovered. Yeah. By Joseph Smith as a young yeah. teenage boy, or Outwoods, Charles yeah. Taz Russell with the Watchtower, those type of things. Well, if that be the case, then that would certainly contradict what Jesus said to to um, uh, Peter in Matthew 16. Mm-hmm. He says, "Peter, you are the rock, and upon what you just said, I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against the church." Mm-hmm. Obviously, if they're correct and the truth was lost, then the gates of hell prevailed against the church for 19 centuries mm-hmm. until it was rediscovered yeah. by these cult groups. So that's okay. that's the problem. Mm. But they all, they all have a different Jesus and a different gospel. Now, I, I think I mentioned before we closed at the last session that uh, when I was with Watchmen, we used to have this... Uh, formula that we'd give out that were patterns of Bible-based cults groups. And it was basically uh, based on a mathematical formula, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Now, what is all of that about? Well, for instance, all Bible-based cult groups add add to the Bible Mm -hmm. as far as their authoritative source of revelation. In other words, the Bible is not enough. It has to be something else. Okay. In case of uh, Mormonism, now when I say Mormonism, I'm talking about LDS, the Latter Day Saints, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, not RLDS. Well, RLDS would be included in some of this, uh, but uh, in case of Mormonism, adding to the Bible, the Bible is only one source of revelation, and it's the bottom source. They have a staircase of revelation. Mm -hmm. It's the only one of their revelatory standards that has eras in it, according to them. Now, it differs with the, the Mormon that you speak to as to how knowledgeable they are yeah. of their religion's official beliefs and yeah. practices. And that's true for any religion. It is. Yeah. It is. You know, sometimes you have to educate yeah. them on what their religion believes. Yeah. And But above the King James Version of the Bible, then you have the Book of Mormon. Okay? Above that, you've got the Doctrine of, uh, yeah. of 
and covenants, yeah. and then pearl of great plot price. Mm-hmm. I saw them all in Salt Lake. You could yeah. buy a package deal with all yeah. of them, you know, it's the, and, and, and it's cellophane wrap. quad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could buy them all, you know, wrapped yeah. up. And, well, here's the thing, though. Yeah. They have a living prophet today, mm-hmm. uh, Russell Nelson. Yes. He's 98 years old. Yep. And they always try, used to, they used to pick somebody that was in the lineage of Joseph Smith. Well, that's long since gone. Yeah. But now it's Russell Nelson. But they have a living prophet. Well, what does a prophet do anyway? A prophet supposedly receives from God and imparts to God's people. Okay? And so if they have a living prophet today, it means they believe in continuing revelation. Revelation. Okay? And the nature of continuing revelation is here today, but it could be gone tomorrow. And for instance, I've had Mormons uh, tell me that, well, I'm not really concerned about what Joseph Smith or Brigham Young taught. I'm just only concerned about what the church is doing today. Yeah. You know, so. And then uh, the, as far as uh, Jehovah Witnesses are concerned, they add to the Bible by having their own New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures. They add to the Bible by the Awake and Watchtower magazines. Yes. Yeah. The Wake magazines, and we can discuss these individual groups and get in more depth on some of those, but the Awake magazine is pretty much uh, on social issues, cultural issues, but when you go to the Watchtower magazine that they hand out at the doors when they come Mm -hmm. to you. I have some. Yeah, 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 Mm -hmm. I've got a whole library of Mm -hmm. them, but uh, that is dealing more with doctrinal issues of, of the Watchtower. And then... Um, so those are examples. For instance, uh, also you get Christian Science, uh, Mary uh, Baker Eddy's uh, uh, Science and Health books. Christian Science is one of three different mind science groups. You got Ernest Holmes Religious Science. You got Unity School of Christianity. We talked about. Um, Phil Jackson, the basketball coach, he mm-hmm. used to be a rep- representative of the Unity School of Christianity. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but any number of, uh, of of groups or cults that would add to the Bible, uh, as far as revelation is concerned, mm-hmm. the Bible's not enough. Now, would would people say that? Uh you know, you and I have bookshelves full of books mm-hmm. about the Bible. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yours. You got a lot yeah. more than I got, but yeah. I've got a lot. Yeah. Uh, you got more than anybody, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cleet has quite a library. Um, they would say, we, you're adding to the Bible with those. I've never said that those were Bible. Yeah. <laughs> those are my opinions and, and interpretation of what yeah. the Bible is, but the Bible is what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> it is the standard or canon yeah. someone would say the only rule of faith and practice mm-hmm. which has been adopted by christian denominations all the way down through church history right. ever since the protestant Reformation. and the difference is that the books or commentaries we may have are about the bible that's right they're not the bible that's and right. they're not claiming to be equal with the Bible. It helps right? try to explain it, It's the Bible. like people's uh, yeah. study Bibles. Right. You know, there's, mm-hmm. the, there's the Scripture. Exactly. And then there's that are inerrant, in, in infallible yeah. in, in their original source. Yeah. But then there's those notes underneath from, yeah. uh, we love these guys, but from <laughs> yeah. MacArthur or David oh, Jeremiah or whatever. Tony Evans yeah. or I've got all of those. Yeah. yeah. Those are not inerrant mm-hmm. and infallible. That's right. That's, that, right. that's their interpretation, yeah. their thoughts and mm-hmm. opinions about the scripture. Yeah. Right? You have to get and, into And sometimes pr- we even, but sometimes we take those things as being. That's right. God's Word, the notes. You know, we read the notes more than we read the Scripture. Oh, so we, it's easy. That's, that's, we can easy. get cultish in our own way as well sometimes. <laughs> that's right. Well, it's the difference between proper exegesis versus eisegesis. eisegesis. That's yeah. right. No, yeah. you're, you're right. Yeah, so. I, I'm just throwing out yeah. things I've heard people say over the years oh, when yeah. I've had witnessing yeah. encounters with right, people. Right. These are the kind of mm-hmm. things that they will... Mm-hmm. They will throw out at you. That's exactly right. Am, am I, you agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if I'm crazy, tell me, Cleo. No, 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 no. I said, well, I'm who's, just a common man here yeah, trying, to, trying to speak for the people. Who's claiming that this book equals the scriptures? Mm-hmm. No, no. no. Uh, that's the reason why uh, John, the last surviving apposel of Christ, on, marooned on the island of Patmos, 
He says, he who adds to or takes yeah. from this book, his name shall be blotted out of the Lamb's book of life. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what, what some of the cults will do. Well, John was just talking about the book of Revelation. That doesn't mean that we can't uh, add these other books. Right. I said, well, John wasn't talking about just that book. He saw, he, because he was the last surviving apostle, he wasn't writing another revelation from God. He was writing about the culmination of the whole revelation yeah. of God. Hmm. Well, we might say these things aren't equal with the Bible. Right. But let me just say, you know, because we talked a lot about pragmatism. Right. <laughs> boy, if, if you yeah. pragmatically treat those commentaries mm. or study notes mm. in your Bible, if you if you focus more on those, right. Then you do the scriptures themselves. Mm -hmm. You're you're pragmatically mm -hmm. doing the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying you, you do that, or I, I'm just saying right. people out there they do that. They oh, they, they only read what other people say about it. Exactly. They don't study it for themselves and mm -hmm. just go right to the scripture with no other mm -hmm. distractions. Mm -hmm. And so that's how you know. That's how. That's how it happens. In other words, that's also how the cult of personality <laughs> pops up as well. You know, they follow what this guy says and this guy only. Mm -hmm. You know, and so you have to be very careful about that. All right, but, let's take a break. I got to take okay. a break. Let's right. come back and we'll continue to talk about uh, how you know a cult when you see one. Right? Okay. Is that, is that yeah. fair to say? That's yeah. kind of what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. it, there's an elitist. Mm -hmm. Part of this, there's yeah. a well, extra biblical revelation. Yeah, we're going to get into sub, the subtraction element. Yeah, because oh yeah, you're right. There, yeah. So there's addition. So when we come back, let's talk about the subtraction, the multiplication, multiplication and the division. division. All yeah. right, we'll do it when we come back. Cleet, find him at arcapologetics.org. Cleet Hux, read his articles. Uh, get him out to your Bible study or church or uh, or conference to uh, speak on these and many other topics. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Keetan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hey everybody, this is Pam Tebow, and I just want to give a shout out to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. And we're back in for our final moments with Cleet Hux here this evening. Thank you for being with us. And uh, okay, we talked about uh, addition, subtraction, Not yet. multiplication, yeah. and division. Right, well, we, right. we threw those out there. Yes. So you're saying a cult, like a Christian, how'd you call it? A, a Bible-based Bible cult. Claiming to believe the Bible, but denying the essentials we'll of it. Will add to it mm -hmm. extra biblical revelation. Right, okay. Right. The subtraction part. Right. They all subtract from the person of Christ, ah. who he is. He, he cannot be fully God and fully man, the theanthropos of all human history. They either play down one side or the other and build up one. He's all God or no man, all man and no God. He might as well be an idea, a mm -hmm. Christian science. He might as well be an angel, a creature. That's Watchtower Christology. Uh, a big man. That's the Jesus of Mormonism. <laughs> For instance, um, uh, so he's, but he's not the fully God man. The Jesus of Mormonism. I mean, if you go back and and what has been done in countercult apologetics, you know, the Jesus of Mormonism basically is was sexually procreated as a spirit child along with his spirit brother Lucifer, Lucifer yeah. on a near mysterious star-based planet called Kolob 
by Elohim God and one of his many goddess wives. Yeah. And Jesus... Now, that part of it doesn't show up on the commercials. No. no. Okay. <laughs> That's why you haven't seen that part. You know, no, yeah. they're not going to come knocking at your door and yeah. say, hello, I believe that, that Jesus is later. the spirit brother of Lucifer. Would yeah. you like to sign up? No, <laughs> they're not going to do that. That comes later. That comes later. Yeah. But um, he was once a man through his own efforts, became a God, like his father before him, his father before him, his father before him. It's God's infinitum. And as Jesus so, uh, was, so you can be too. Right. You yeah. can be your own as God, God in your own planet, right? One, as, as, G, as God is, man, or as man is, God once was, That's as right. God is, man may become. I knew there was a good saying yeah. for that. Yeah. And so that's, that's a different Jesus altogether. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, when you talk about the Jesus of uh, the Watchtower, he's a creature. Uh, he's, he's basically Arian Christology. Arius was the guy at the Council of Nicaea. They ruled against Arius's, uh Jesus had a similar nature of, of the Father. He did not, the Father and Son did not have the homoousia, the same nature one and the same God, but he had a similar nature. And Mormons will say that we are like God, but we're not God. But they believe that you and I can become gods yes. and goddesses. But um, but uh, the Watchtower uh, Christ is Michael the Archangel. Uh, he's a creature. And like I say, we can go into these individual groups and, and dissect that more. But then comes the multiplication thing. Um, all Bible-based cults multiply requirements for salvation. Mm. Simple faith in the one and only Jesus Christ and the one and only work done by him on the cross for our salvation is not enough. They tend to say, well, that's part of it. But you've got to be baptized. You've got to do this. You've got to be part of our group. And so they're adding to it. Um, we often point out the Galatian heresy of that, you know, where Paul saying, having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? They're adding to uh, justification. They're confusing justification with sanctification and all cults tend to do that and then lastly all bible-based cults tend to divide loyalty they will divide loyalty between the bible they'll drive a wedge of division between what the bible really means and what the group leader means mm -hmm. and his interpretation of scripture therein is that control that we've been talking about but or they will divide drive a wedge of division between uh, family members and the cult itself or the person the family members yeah. uh, child that might be that's in, normally in a cult. sign is yeah. uh, if your family member gets cut off from you mm -hmm. because of a religion mm -hmm. exactly yeah that that yeah it divides and if your family says come home from college we want you to come home well i gotta uh get permission from my spiritual leader right <laughs> you know something's yeah. up so and that yeah. happens yeah but addition adding to the bible subtraction subtracting from the historical person of jesus christ fully god fully man he's he's not that he's something else and multiplying requirements for salvation and dividing loyalties all Bible-based cult groups have those. Because we're right here at the Christmas season, and yeah. you, you talk about the uh, the incarnation, mm -hmm. fully God, fully man, right. which is really what we celebrate mm -hmm. at Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, uh, some of these that we're talking about, although they're Bible-based, mm -hmm. they don't celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there's a difference there. And right. that's a sign. I mean, that's probably a sign mm -hmm. that when you're not able to celebrate the birth of Messiah, the mm -hmm. fully God, fully man. I mean, is there right. anything you can add to that? I, I just I had that thought. Well, 
it basically backpedals into some of the conversation that we were having in how America became pagan. A lot of people think that any holiday that you celebrate is a pagan holiday because its origin, the holiday's origin itself, is of pagan origin. I don't believe that Christmas and Easter has pagan origins. We might not be able to point to the day that Christ was incarnated, but nevertheless, we're not celebrating a pagan holiday. We're celebrating the incarnation of God the Son, who had always been God, and he remained what he ever was and became what he never was. He became a man. Why did he do that? Because without the shedding of blood, there cannot be any forgiveness from God. So God himself had to take on human flesh and take our place on the cross. And we have that assurance and the gift of Christmas. <laughs> and as much as it's pointing to the incarnation of God, Emmanuel, God with us, it really points to his reason for coming, yeah, his resurrection. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. Um, Without Easter, to celebrate what we celebrate yeah. at Easter, there's no reason yeah. to celebrate what exactly. we celebrate at Christmas. Exactly. I just put up my Christmas lights. I've got a Jerusalem Bethlehem star on my house, but at the beginning of my driveway, I've got a lighted cross because <laughs> that's go. what Christmas is. There you go. All right, we got to let it go right there. We will pick up uh, right here when we continue next time with Cleet Hux here in studio with us. ARCapologetics.org. Go and read all of his great articles and contact him to be a part of your uh, group or Bible study or church uh, teaching or conference. you got a lot of them coming up. People can check your schedule there as well. Cleet, thanks for being with us again today, my friend. Thank you, brother. All right. Hey, everybody, have a great evening. We'll catch you next time. So